this is I Made a Biology Podcast Help Me Study, and today I'm covering 2.9 photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is the process by which cells synthesize organic compounds from inorganic molecules in the presence of sunlight. So the organic compounds are usually referring to glucose and inorganic molecules are referring to carbon dioxide and water. This process requires a photosynthetic pigment known as chlorophyll and it is found in chloroplasts. Because it is only found in chloroplasts, which are organelles unique to plants, photosynthesis only occurs in plants. The photosynthesis equation is carbon dioxide plus water, which becomes glucose, oxygen, and water with light and chlorophyll. The chemical equation is 6CO2 plus 12H2O, then light and chlorophyll, which becomes C6H12O6 plus 6O2 plus 6H2O. Photosynthetic organisms use light energy from the sun to create chemical energy in the form of ATP. This chemical energy could either be used directly by the organism or it could be used for the synthesis of organic compounds like glucose. Animals will then consume these organic, organic compounds as food and the energy will be released via cell respiration. Essentially, photosynthesis is the reverse process of cell respiration. It is anabolic while cell respiration is catabolic. As light plays a key role in photosynthesis, one has to understand the light spectrum. So visible light has a range of wavelengths with violet as the shortest wavelength and red as the longest wavelength. The electromagnetic spectrum is the range of all the possible frequencies of radiation, so electromagnetic radiation, and the sun emits its peak power in the visible region. That's why we talk about visible light. The order of the colors on the visible spectrum are red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. And again, the longest wavelength is red at around 700 nanometers, and the shortest wavelength is violet at around 400 nanometers. In order for photosynthesis to be possible, the pigment chlorophyll is needed. This is a green pigment found in all photosynthetic organisms, and it is responsible for the absorption of light. When chlorophyll absorbs light, it releases electrons, and these electrons are used to synthesize ATP. There are a variety of different chlorophyll molecules, each with their own absorption spectra, which means the amount that they can absorb. However, collectively, chlorophyll absorbs light most strongly in the blue portion of the visible spectrum, followed by the red portion, and chlorophyll reflects light most strongly in the green portion of the visible spectrum. This is also why plants are generally green, because green is the color that they are reflecting the most. To understand the absorption and the uh, overall rate of photosynthesis, an action and absorption spectra uh, can be used. So this is a skill that, uh, where you need to draw an absorption spectrum for chlorophyll and an action spectrum for photosynthesis. So the absorption spectrum indicates the wavelengths of light absorbed by each pigment, such as chlorophyll, and the action spectrum indicates the overall rate of photosynthesis at each wavelength of light. So that means with the different colors that are being absorbed or reflected, 
um, what will the rate of photosynthesis be. What is important to note is that both of these will display two main peaks, a larger peak in the blue region and a slightly smaller peak in the red region, and they both display a trough in the green and yellow portion of the visible spectra because this is where light is being reflected. Next, in photosynthesis, there are both light-dependent and light-independent reactions because photosynthesis is a two-step process. So the light-dependent reactions will convert light energy from the sun into chemical energy in the form of ATP. And in the light-independent reactions, they use the chemical energy to synthesize the organic compounds. So in light-dependent reactions, light is absorbed by chlorophyll, which results in ATP production. Light is also absorbed by water, which is split through photolysis to produce both oxygen and hydrogen. Then, moving on to the light-independent reactions, ATP and hydrogen, hydrogen is carried by NADPH, are transferred to the site of the light-independent reactions from the light-dependent reactions. And this hydrogen is then combined with CO2 to form complex organic compounds. The ATP provides the required energy to power these anabolic reactions, and this fixes the carbon molecules together. To identify the different chlorophyll pigments in an organism, chromatography can be used. This is an experimental technique by which mixer, mixtures can be separated. So a mixture is dissolved in a fluid and then passed through a static material, such as filter paper. And then the different components of the mixture, so the different chlorophyll pigments, will travel at different speeds, causing them to separate. Then the RF value can be calculated, which is just the distance that the component travels divided by the distance that the solvent travels. Two of the most common techniques for separating photosynthetic pigments are paper chromatography and thin layer chromatography. Then the limiting factors of photosynthesis include temperature, light intensity, and carbon dioxide concentration. Because photosynthesis is controlled by enzymes, they are going to be sensitive to temperature fluctuations, which means that, as mentioned in denaturation, as temperature increases, the reaction rate will increase, but at a certain point, once the optimum temperature has been passed, then the rate of reaction will fall due to the denaturation of the enzymes. For light intensity, as it is absorbed by chlorophyll, which converts the radiant energy into chemical energy, if the light intensity increases, then the reaction rate will also increase. However, at a certain light intensity, the photosynthetic rate will plateau as the chlorophyll is saturated, meaning that all the available chlorophyll is already absorbing light and it cannot absorb more than that. Then lastly, carbon dioxide concentration will have the same or I should say similar um, effect as the light intensity because as carbon dioxide concentration increases, the rate of reaction will increase too, but at a certain CO2 concentration, the photosynthetic rate will also plateau. And this is because the enzymes responsible for carbon fixation will also be saturated. Saturated meaning that all the enzymes are occupied. The last thing to note is just the application about changes to the Earth's atmosphere oceans and rock deposition due to photosynthesis. So this is just that there was only one significant source of oxygen and that exists in the known universe, which is biological photosynthesis. So before the evolution of photosynthetic organisms, 
any free oxygen produced was chemically captured and stored. And as a result, the photosynthetic organisms began to saturate the environment with oxygen, which led to the changes in our Earth's atmosphere, oceans, and rock deposition, leading to our biological life. So that wraps up topic 2.9 and unit 2 of molecular biology.